Hey listeners, I'm coming to you solo today. I wanted to talk about a topic that has been on my mind a lot recently. If you follow me on Instagram, you might have seen some posts recently related to this topic. Also, it's come up a lot in in coaching calls and just other conversations around the child-free choice that I've been a part of recently. And it's also one of those things that gets thrown at the child-free community a lot as a bingo. So the topic, if you haven't guessed it already or paid attention to the title of this episode, is regret. And I find this topic to be so interesting. And in my perspective, or maybe my experience, it seems that regret is something that we avoid at all costs. We feel like regret is a negative thing. And to regret is ultimately, it almost takes on this meaning of if I regret something, then I made the wrong choice. Which in the context of the decision to have kids or not, it makes it a really terrifying decision. It's like you either have kids and find out if that was the right choice after having them or you don't and then find out later on that that was the wrong choice. And I think that this is a very problematic way to look at it because I think that that we have the agency to make the most of whatever choice we make. And we kind of forget that when we're thinking of it in these terms. And I feel like regret has taken on this almost like boogeyman nature where we're trying to outsmart it and putting so much pressure on ourselves that we become so caught up in our thoughts and in hypotheticals that we lose touch with the present. And I think that's a real bummer. I think that's really sad. And I think it also kind of freezes us uh, in our tracks. Um, We get really paralyzed and then in this limbo because we're trying so hard to make the right decision that we make no decision because we're terrified of making the wrong decision. And so it's like we can't picture either life path because we're so stuck in the middle. Though, I do want to add in, and the wise words of Jennifer Flint, who was on the podcast um, some episodes back, she did the two-parter with with Wild Egg. She wrote the incredible Wild Egg novel, and if you haven't read it, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. It's brilliant. But also, limbo, this limbo can be actually a real sign of wisdom, which I also don't think we give ourselves the credit for. The not knowing, and and, and I take that idea from Jennifer. She's the one who introduced me to the idea of ambivalence as wisdom because let's face it, if you're not sure whether or not you want kids, you are pausing. You are taking stock of so many things to be able to make a decision. That alone shows, I think, a lot of intention, um, strength, self-respect. I think that there's so many positives there, but what I see is so many people in limbo like agonizing over the decision and and feeling like there's something wrong with them and I think we need to take a step back and and reprogram the the thoughts around this because there is nothing wrong with making an intentional choice, taking time to be sure that you're making a well thought out decision. Now, 
when we bring regret back into the conversation, I know that that often comes up in terms of not wanting to make a decision that we'll regret. And I was speaking with a couple on a coaching call recently, and they are facing this choice of whether or not they want to have kids and definitely feeling very conflicted around the whole thing. And the main reason was not wanting to regret not having kids. You know, should there come a day they regretted it. When we explored this further together, what was being hypothetically regretted were all sort of romantic visions of parenthood. So I think it's important if you are someone who fears regret, especially on this topic, to to take a moment and dig in. What, when you see yourself down the road, potentially in a state of regret, what would you be regretting? Ask yourself that. And if it is all the romanticized visions of parenthood, then I think it's really eye-opening to see that what you're regretting is that hypotheticals that wouldn't necessarily be your reality. There is no way to know what parenthood would be like if you don't go down that road. And anything you are then creating an image around and feeling like you lost out on is a work of fiction. It's a daydream. None of it that can be backed-checked. You would never know if that would have played out. And not to say that there aren't beautiful things about parenthood, but there is also a lot of challenges in parenthood. And I think that there's a tendency to overlook the challenges in this fear of regret down the road. Also, if you do a quick Google search and look into what people do regret at the end of their lives, there are sort of a few main themes that come up. A lot of it is around having worked less, having been present more, having been more present in their relationships and spending more time with their loved ones and following their gut, taking the risks they were scared to. And I think a lot of times being child free is the big risk because we know with some degree of understanding what parenthood looks like. We have that modeled all around us. Now, we never know what our exact experience would be until we're in it or until someone is in it. They don't know. But we can sort of see that picture. It goes into that life script checklist, right? And so we have models all around us to get a sense of what parenthood is like, to see the challenges. Like, I have seen parents with toddlers and tantrums like I get what that's like I also have seen the really sweet moments of um, the precious moments of parenthood and I witnessed those now I've never experienced them I'm not a parent I'm not going to be a parent but we don't have the pictures of what what are those challenges what are those precious moments of the child free life we don't have those to look to as much. I hope that that's changing. I hope we get more of it thanks to the work of women like Teresa Schechter out there making documentaries, women like Jennifer Flint writing novels that paint a child-free life. I think we're starting to see more characters come up in the media, which is exciting, uh, in TV shows. Like there's 
Brianna in Grace and Frankie, and I know that there are many others. There's Samantha in Sex in the City. Um, if you've seen The Bold Type, there's a character who is child-free in that. So I think we're starting to get more representation, and I hope that that will grow so that people have more ideas of what this path can look like because I think that's another thing that I find a lot in talking to clients and talking to people around whether or not they want kids is well I can picture what parenthood looks like but I'm don't even know where to begin to paint the vision of my child-free life because there's so much possibility right it's almost overwhelming or we don't have you know inspirational models to look to that are in our faces. Um, not that they don't exist. I, any woman that's been on the podcast, I think, is an inspirational model to look to. And they have definitely inspired me and helped me create more of a vision for my life and what's possible. So I think we often judge ourselves for being conflicted on whether or not we want to have kids and judge ourselves in a negative way when I think that it's actually a beautiful thing to pause and take stock. We often feel like we are at a a fork in the road when making this decision and that one path is right and one path is wrong. And I think that it is time to reframe that to see that both paths are right if we commit to them and have that mindset that we can make the most. And I think it's also a call to presence. If we go down one road and find ourselves regretting something, then we're not living in the moment. And I think especially with with this case, like if you are child-free and you fear regret of parenthood, you are fearing regret of your imagination, essentially, because there's no way to have known how that path would have unfurled if your child would have been, you know, who you pictured them to be, if you would have gotten along in adulthood, you have, if they would have had, like, um, if they would have been neurotypical or, or had, you know, you just, you just don't know and so anything that you're regretting there is really an imagined outcome or maybe your ideal and I share this because I want to make regret less threatening regret is an emotion and any emotion has a lifespan of 90 seconds max if it has outlived that it is because we are you know, just cycling our thoughts and reacting to our thoughts. We're no longer experiencing the emotion. We've just taken it into our thoughts. And I think that that's actually really empowering. So I think that just coming back to being present, and I think that that's important even for those who are undecided or those who are child-free and and second-guessing themselves. First of all, that's normal. And I'm sure that parents second-guess themselves too, but there's just a lot of shame and stigma also to like, talk about like hmm did I make the right choice here wow what if my life had what would life be like without kids you know and to daydream about that I'm sure parents do that you know I think it's always interesting to explore what life could have been like but I think it's also really important to take stock of the moment to 
commit to our decisions and to see them through and to have the agency, like to realize the agency we have to make the most of them because we do have that agency. And especially when it comes to this topic. So I guess if I can leave you with anything, um, it might be that if you're someone out there who is thinking like, I, I'm really struggling with this decision. I'm afraid of making the wrong decision. What if you could be happy either way? Then play with that and imagine and, and see what comes up. Then what are you drawn to? If, if both decisions could be the right decision, if there was no wrong decision, which one are you drawn to? What excites you about each? And, and begin to play with it. And I think what is helpful about looking at this as if both paths are right is it removes that judgment. It removes that fear and that pressure that one path is ultimately the right path and one is ultimately the wrong, which I think is, um, you know, maybe there is one that is more aligned, but I don't think that looking at one path as right and the other wrong is a good way to, to look at this question. And being able to frame this inner questioning, inner searching in a way that sort of removes the judgment is really key. And while we are on this topic of regret, I would like to know who out there has lived their life child-free, gotten to the end of it, and said they regretted kids. Are they the ones who are perpetuating this idea that we get bingoed with of, oh, you might regret it? I don't think so. I most often hear this out of parents or, you know, people who just disagree with being child-free. And I would be genuinely curious to hear it from someone who has decided to be child-free, not wanted kids, lived out that life, and then regretted it. And I would want to know because I'm curious why. What has that been like? Like, that would be so interesting to know because at least in my experience, the people that I hear that from, the people I see saying that are not child-free by choice people. Um, And if anything, like, I have... I am lucky to know people in my life. Marsha Dredd Davis, who's 80 and is saying over and over how happy she is that she has made this choice, that she hasn't regretted it a day in her life. I have Lee and Lindsay who've been on the podcast and who are role models to me of what the child-free life can look like. And they have also been on here saying they have never once regretted it. And so I'm just like, I have heard examples of child-free people saying they've never regretted their choice. So are there people out there who are child-free, reached their old age, and have regretted it? I would like to know. I genuinely like to know, but I don't think so, or I think that they're few and far between. But also, if there are, I'm genuinely curious, like, what led to that regret? I would love to know. Anywho, that's my two cents. Moving on. I also recently spoke to a woman who is decidedly child-free and she knows she doesn't want kids. She's content with her decision but finds herself in a position of often focused on what's lacking and I think that that is a function of what we're often told. You know the bingos they come up a lot Um, and I think that internalization of them unconsciously can be that we focus on what's not a part of our lives, which makes it hard to to focus on all the possibility that this child-free life has to offer. And when I start to like think of all the possibility is when I start to get like goosebumps. Like there is so much 
this life has to offer. There is so much to celebrate about not having kids. So for anyone who might be in a similar place, a great exercise could be to, and this is something I've recommended to a, to a couple different people now, is to take a moment at the end of every day and write down three highlights from that day, three moments that were really special or you're really grateful for, and then reflect on how those moments were possible because you are child-free. So I think it's important to intentionally carve out time to find the things that are possible in our lives because we are child-free. And I think it's important to start getting that baseline because once we start appreciating what's currently in our lives because of this choice, we can begin to extrapolate that out and like from there envision all the possibility. And I think that it is going to be the grounds for more ideas to come forth. So um, I wanted to also share that in case that's something that you might want to start incorporating into a daily practice or even a weekly practice. Um, And think that's all I have for now. I'd love to hear what you thought of this episode. So feel free to email me, Anna at AnnaOlson.com or DM me on Instagram, Coach Anna Olson. Yeah, I'd love your feedback and your thoughts. And um, I hope you have a lovely day. I'll catch you next time. Hey, don't go yet. I have something really exciting to share with you. I created a community for child-free people. That's right, a place for us all to hang out, get to know each other, and become friends. So if you could use some more child-free friends in your life, please come hang out with us. It's like we have our own private social media network. Inside the club, we have weekly virtual meetups via Zoom. We have a community feed with ongoing posts and discussions so we can continue our friendship outside of our virtual meetups and down the road we're going to have in-person meetups and take these relationships offline and in-person. So if you want in, head to wnk-club.com. That's W-N-K, as in we're not kidding, dash C-L-U-B dot com. I can't wait to see you in the club.